3: Good day, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQRS, TV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers in the house and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. Where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at sons of liberty media.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of a God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. Sons of liberty and also sons of liberty In fact, I just noticed that I put the video in the wrong spot this morning so I apologize uh this morning at least for right now I'm going to change it up somewhere here during the midst of all of this but I will change it left side of the page is usually Bradley it'll be there by the time if you replay this hopefully uh we'll be in the right spots uh but he's usually on the left side right now he's on I'm on the left side and the right side. Sadly, I put it on the other side and I forgot to check because I was opening up all my other tabs and things. So, uh, click on that. You can um, blow it up on whatever device you've got. Look for the Rumble icon. Click on that. Join us in the chat on Rumble. I'd love to have you over there. Love to see you. And uh, good morning to all the people who are there. Good to see you guys this morning as well. And um, yeah, he'll be he'll be live in that little area right there. 3 o'clock Eastern today. So if you're looking for him, he'll be there. Also, while you're at Rumble, if you go over there, the channel is Sons of Liberty Radio Live. Please subscribe to the channel. Also, before it's news.com top of the page over there. And then back to sonslibertymedia.com, right up under where the live streams are on the right side of the page. You can sign up for our email newsletter that goes out once a day, late afternoon, early evening. All the articles we have at Sons of Liberty media.com including the morning show archive. So you're going to have all of this stuff that we have, uh, that we're going to present today, okay? All right, you're going to have all of that in one place. You guys are listening to the pre-show music. I I love that song. Uh, One of the songs is there, and I love the psalm, Psalm 24. "'The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. For he hath founded it upon the seas and established it upon the floods. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord, or who shall stand in his holy place?' He that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who hath not lifted up his soul into vanity nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive the blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of them that seek him. They seek thy face, O Jacob, Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lift up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty, the Lord, Yahweh strong and mighty, the Lord, mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, even lift them up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. Selah, amen, and amen. And I I just, I love that. I love that psalm. I really do. And then when you get it in sort of a upbeat tempo, and I'm going to tell you, I think a lot of our songs now I'm not calling for a rock concert. Don't get me wrong, but I think a lot of our songs ought to be joyful. I, I think they ought to be those that move us to sing out and to be awake, not to put us to sleep. If you're gonna if you're gonna be hearing the word of God, you need to be alert. You need to be awake, and part of that is the music that you sing. It 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 awakens you. This stuff that they do now tends to want to put you in an altered state of consciousness. You sing the same stuff over and over and over. Man, grab a psalter and sing some psalms, man. Lift up lift up your voice and let the music be loud. <laughs> let it be loud. That's what that's what Scripture says. It doesn't say play with a soft little, you know. That isn't the subject today, but sometimes it just bothers me. I remember going down to First Baptist Jacksonville years ago. And they had this big orchestra. There wasn't a song that we sang that wasn't loud, that wasn't upbeat, and was like a march. I mean, it was like a, it was, you know, the sound of the church militant, if you will. Um, So I, um, that's a pet peeve for me. A couple of little things here before we get into things. Have you noticed this? I came across a story and I I couldn't find it again today. Supposed to be some kind of tennis star. She was like 30 years old. Never, I never heard of her. Um, but then I don't hear a lot of these newer people because I'm just not into sports and stuff. But here's 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 one. All of these heart issues. Check this out. And, it, and the timing. Yet you, you just have to you have to pick up on this. Uh, she was a she was a 30 year old. And again, I don't have the story here. Wish I did. But she was a 30 year old. She died of a heart attack. Here is a legendary race car driver. Marty Ward, dead at 58 of a heart attack. Oh, Tim, people have heart attacks on Yeah, I, I understand that. Don't you find it interesting that these heart attacks are direct adverse effects of the COVID shots? Yeah, I do too. Here's another one. Pepper Fry CEO Amberish Murti dies due to cardiac arrest. 51 years old. 51. Um, I'm familiar with this lady, Sandra Bullock, or man, in some cases that people, I, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. Her longtime partner, Brian Randall, is dead at 57 after a private, notice the time, three-year battle with ALS. Now, I wonder if he had the shot. wonder if this is an issue to where these kinds of things are going on. It's just, uh, I don't know. Very interesting to me very interesting to me. Yesterday, we had this story come out. Uh, how many of you guys have heard of the this Deagle Report? Most of the people in this audience probably have heard of the Deagle Report, especially this, this thing that I don't know when it really came on the scene that people started noticing. It was probably a couple of years ago, but they were projecting out to 2025 here in the United States. Most Western countries, they were showing a dramatic drop in population. I think the population of the United States was supposed to drop under 100 million. And that caused a lot of people to go, wait a minute, where are you projecting this? Where are you getting this information from and things? Well, the expose put out something yesterday on that and said, the CIA is behind Deagle's shocking 2025 depopulation forecast and official excess Death figures in the millions prove it's on target and not just an estimation. And they've got uh, all of the sources, all of the um, uh, charts, the letters, all of that is in this article. You can read it at sunslibertymedia.com. It's uh, the expose. And uh, I think you'll find it very informative as to they are, there's no doubt these people are murderous, they're criminal. And the mockingbird media covers for them and the politicians who pimp the shots and all this other stuff are covering for them. We don't have a gallows big enough to deal with all these people. We really don't. It's almost as if we need, we just need the hand of God to move in there and wipe out that whole home of demons up there in the district of criminals. I, I'm, I'm just telling you if the people won't do it. I'm asking that God will do it. I I'm serious. I it's this is ridiculous to keep allowing this stuff going on. All right, <laughs> I, I don't know what it's going to take for people to figure this out. I watch people on a certain website uh, defend Trump. I, I watch them in the in the the alternative and conservative media. And all this, defend Trump. Oh, they're going after him. Oh, this is terrible. Oh, they're putting him up for something that can get him a death penalty. You know none of that's ever going to come about. It's never going to come about. This is all to bolster the people behind him to put him back in the White House. That's what it's about. That's all it's about. When they set up a devil on one side, they're setting up their angel on the other side. Don't that's what they're doing. That's exactly what they're they were doing it in the first round in 2016. Remember that? Same thing. It's the same thing. And uh, again, people think, you know, he's just going. he's going to be the one to sort all this out. Well, he had four years to give it a shot. And everybody says, oh, well, the economy was better. No, it wasn't. That was an illusion. Just because you had a little more money coming in your pocket didn't mean the economy was good. All of that was borrowed money. All of that was debt. And his COVID bill that he signed, largest in history, largest spending bill in history, unconstitutional, top to bottom. All of that was debt on you, me, our children, our children's children and their children. That's what it was. Now, some, and you want to hear some of the stuff. Well, he's intent on bankrupting the corporation. And I saw an article the other day, some young kid, he looks like a young kid. He's probably in his 20s, I guess, maybe 30s. I don't know. But he looks young to me. And one of the things he was saying was Trump and the military have a seven year plan. Really? Your military were just either forced out of the military. Because they wouldn't take Donald Trump's Operation Warp Speed death shot, which he still pimps and says nobody's died from and nobody's been injured from. Or they've been eliminated due to their political stance. Quite a bit of them. And you think your military's in on it. Okay. All right. You keep pushing that cue of nonsense because that's what it is. It's absolute nonsense. It is part of a PSYOP. These people have no evidence. I I watched all these people. I don't see it. I don't see them ever providing any evidence that that's what's going on. And I'll tell you this. If they come about with it, it is not to promote godliness. It is that whole idea of the Freemasonic dark to light stuff. Be careful of those guys who say from dark to light. You better check out and know and be discerning about what they're what they're talking about, because the Bible says that that Satan disguises himself as an angel of light, and his ministers disguise themselves as angels of light too, angels of light. So, with that said, this is a Donald Trump. I, and at the time that i don't know if this updates when you put an embed code in from true social i don't even go to true social i didn't sign up for it i think it's just another way to pull people in i'm just sticking with what i've got and i'd rather get rid of all of it cuz i don't really see much activity with the censorship doesn't matter what platform we're on gather uh, locals you know wherever gab I'm, we just don't nobody nobody sees any of the stuff But here's what Donald Trump uh, tweeted out yesterday. And as of at least that time, maybe this moves uh, in real time. Uh, But at least at the time I embedded the, uh, I don't know what you call these. It's not a tweet. I put tweeted up, but I had to change it to posted. Uh, But he posts on his truth social. This is what he says. No way. And it's all in capital letters. So he wants you to know he's yelling. No way I can get a fair trial or even close to a fair trial in Washington, D.C. There are many reasons for this, but just one is that I am calling, listen, I am calling for a federal takeover of this filthy and crime-ridden embarrassment to our nation where murders have just shattered the all-time record, other violent crimes have never been worse, and tourists have fled. The federal takeover is very unpopular with potential area ju- jurors, but necessary for safety, greatness, and for all the world to see. Now, to stop and think about it just a second. I am calling for a federal takeover of Washington, D.C. Oh, I thought they controlled the 10 square miles there. Isn't that what the Constitution says? And then he calls it, filthy and crime-ridden embarrassment to our nation. So let me let me ask a question. D.C., where Donald Trump was for four years, where Joe Biden has been illegitimately in the People's White House for the last three, is somehow not filthy and crime-ridden? And they want to take over the city there of D.C. that's filthy and crime-ridden, what could go wrong with that? And if you're behind that, you're part of the problem that don't you don't understand exactly what's going on there. He wants a federal takeover of it, of the city there. Now, they're supposed to be controlling, laying out the rules, all this kind of stuff anyway. That's part of that 10 square miles that they have. He just wants one bigger entity to eat up another. What does that sound like to you? What does that sound like to you? He wants one filthy crime ridden embarrassment of a government to overtake another filthy crime ridden embarrassment of a government. We have to do this. It's necessary. That's what he says it's necessary. For safety, greatness, and for all the world to see. No, Don, you got it completely backwards. It needs to be abolished. That's what it needs to be. Just like Thomas Jefferson wrote, and those guys signed in the Declaration of Independence, it needs to be altered or abolished. And I say, get rid of the decent, let's do decentralization. Let's get rid of that nonsense. Let's bring the power really back to the people and get government out of our hair. Get it out of our hair. You remember it was William Pitt the Younger who famously said, Necessity is the plea of every, or for every infringement of human freedom, it is the argument of tyrants. It is the creed of slaves. Let me say it again. Necessity is the plea for every infringement of human freedom. It is the argument of tyrants, the creed of slaves. Necessity is. And what did Donald Trump write? Yep, just so you can see it. But necessary for safety, greatness, and for all the world to see. If people can't see that he's just as much of a tyrant as the other guys are, I can't help you. But you think he's going to make America great. What did he do in those four years? Well, I'm just going to remind people, and I know some of you guys have seen it before. I played it on air before, but I'm going to remind you of what he said and what he did. One To me, this is one of the great, greatest exposés that Bradley has done uh, in his educational videos on on modern stuff. I, I mean, it's really good in the information he's given. I want you to listen to this because these are things that come right out of his own mouth and uh, you'll see it for yourself. Here it is. Well, I, gotta, I guess I'm going to have to back it up because it was already at the end. Sorry about that. <laughs> Here we go.
1: A warning for them that hear the next candidate talk of making America great again. Friends, do you like being lied to? Neither do I. And with that said, I felt it time to share with you what it is that I've been sharing over the last six years when it comes to the likes of a Donald Trump. As you know, Donald Trump has been groomed by the mainstream media in America for over 30 years now. You know, as Donald calls them, the mainstream media, fake news? Well, he's right. And they did this in a favorable light. Donald Trump, like the Kardashians, have done nothing to warrant such acceptance and favorability that the mainstream media has given unto them.
4: You are all often described as famous for being famous. You don't really act. You don't sing. You don't dance. You don't have any, forgive me, any talent. But we're still entertaining people.
1: What I ask, you must answer. What is it that Donald Trump has done to attain such worldwide notoriety? Think of this for a moment, if you would. Why would Oprah Winfrey, back in 1988, have Donald Trump on her highly successful show asking him the question, teen it up for him of course if he would ever consider running for the presidency of the united states of america
0: this, this sounds like political presidential talk to me and i know people have talked to you about whether or not you want to run would you would you ever probably not but i i do get tired of seeing the country ripped why would them. you not i just don't think i really have the inclination to do it i love what i'm doing i really like it
1: also I, it doesn't pay as
3: well
0: no, no. it doesn't <laughs>
1: Friends, this is known as forecasting and conditioning. In 2004, Donald Trump was given his own television series called The Apprentice. This is to give you the impression, the people at large, that if anyone can get the job done, surely it will be Donald Trump. The opposite is true, but the American people not quite learning the lessons from the past, that is from the corrupt in Washington, along with the machine working hand in glove with the spin doctors and the useful idiots in the CIA mockingbird controlled media, I gotta say, not bad for a guy who has done virtually nothing to receive all of this attention that he's been mysteriously handed so without further narration on how it is that he got to the position with the help of his cronies in high places let's get to what it is that he told the people in promise and what it is that he actually did Remember Donald Trump told us on the presidential campaign trail that he was going to look into Hillary Clinton's lies and scandals with that special prosecutor?
0: If I win, I am going to instruct my attorney general to get a special prosecutor to look into your situation because there has never been so many lies, so much deception, there has never been anything like it. And we're gonna have a special
1: prosecutor Well, that's what he said. But 41 seconds into his victory speech, he tells the American people. I've just received a call from Secretary Clinton.
0: She congratulated us. It's about us. On our victory. And I congratulated her and her family on a very, very hard fought campaign. I mean, she, she fought very hard. <laughs> Hillary has worked very long and very hard over a long period of time, and we owe her a major debt of gratitude for her service to our country. I need that very sincerely.
1: Now it's time. Friends, his first legislative act, as they call it, was the $1.3 trillion omnibus bill, which is described by the 2,232-page bill by Donald Trump as ridiculous, but said that he felt the need to sign it because of his duty to protect the country. As a matter of national security, I signed this omnibus budget bill, Trump said. There's a lot of things I'm unhappy about in this bill. I say to Congress, I will never sign another bill like this again. See, Trump complained that the bill was too long with too little time to read it. This is what's in the bill $12 million scholarship for Lebanon, $20 million for the Middle East partnership. 12 million in military funding for Vietnam, 3.5 million in nutrition assistance to Laos, 15 million in development assistance to China, 10 million for women Leo's in Afghanistan, 218 million dollars for promoting democracy development in Europe, 10 million dollars for disadvantaged Egyptian students. billion for contributions to international organizations. 51 million to promote international family planning and reproductive health. In other words, abortion. 10 million for United Nations environmental programs. 5 million for Vietnam Education Foundation grants. $2.579 2.579 million for commission on security and cooperation in Europe 15 million to USAID for promoting international higher education between universities 1 million for the cultural antiquities task force 6.25 for the ambassadors fund for cultural preservation for countering foreign state propaganda, I kid you negative, $12 million for countering state disinformation and pressure. Remember, friends, this was all done, said Donald Trump, for the protection of our country. We know what you told us, Donald Trump, but we also took the time to pay attention to the things that you, in fact, have done. Do you remember when Donald Trump told us that the national debt, you know, the national deficit, was gonna be so easily resolved once he got into office?
0: For many, many years, the United States has suffered through massive trade deficits. That's why we have $20 trillion in debt. So we'll be changing that. It's literally first-grade business. It's so simple and the end result is it's tougher to get out because they've been so used to making so much money off our country, and we can't let them do that anymore. We're going to start paying down debt. We have a country that's essentially a debtor nation right now, so we're going to make our country
1: wealthy again. Well, Donald Trump's presidency drove the national deficit even higher by adding $7.8 trillion to further in debt the American people. Is this how you make America great again?
3: It was more than that when he left office.
1: we know what you told us, but we also know what you did. Remember when Donald Trump told us that he was going to build the wall to keep America's enemies out? Well, take a look at this. I will build a great, great wall, and
0: I will have Mexico pay for that wall. Mark my words. The wall's going to get built, folks. Just in case anybody has any questions, we need the wall to get the wall. We're going to have a wall. The wall's happening. Build that wall. Build that wall. On day one, we will begin working. On an impenetrable, physical, tall, powerful, beautiful southern border wall. i love not to build the wall, but you need the wall. Building it? Not negotiable. Not- we have no choice. We have to close down our government. We're building that wall. You can't get Mexico to pay for the wall. You- of course you can. Do you have any doubt that I will get them to pay for the wall? We will build the wall as sure as you are standing there. As sure as you're standing there. 100%. 100%. 100%. Who's going to pay for the wall? Who's like going to pay for 3%? the wall?
1: 3%. It now appears clear U.S. taxpayers will have to pay for it up front.
0: What is your plan? That's not clear at all. So the American taxpayer will pay for the wall first. All it is is we'll be reimbursed. Mexico will be reimbursing the United States. It'll be reimbursed. It may be through reimbursement. We did discuss the wall. We didn't discuss payment of the wall. I will build the greatest wall that you've ever seen. I want a gorgeous wall, and you do a beautiful, nice precast plank with beautiful everything, just perfect.
4: What's it going to be made out of? <gasps> What are the walls going to be made out of?
0: It's going to be made of hardened concrete and it's going to be made out of rebar and steel. I'm talking about a wall. See that ceiling up there higher? We're thinking about building the wall as a solar wall and we're going to have a door on the wall. If they ever get up there, they're in trouble because there's no way to get down. Maybe a rope. It's not a fence. It's a wall. Yeah. It could be it could be some fencing. Mexico will not pay for the wall. Could we have your comments? I said, yes. The wall just got ten feet taller. Ten feet taller. Ten feet higher. 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 Let's say the wall costs four billion. Five billion dollars. The wall is gonna cost six or seven billion. The wall's probably eight billion. It's gonna cost ten billion. The wall's gonna cost ten billion dollars. Maybe twelve. We're putting down twenty-five billion for the wall? And
1: who's gonna pay for the wall? Who's gonna pay for the wall? We know what Donald Trump told us, but we also took the time to see what in fact that he's responsible for doing. Despite Donald acting worried about the infiltration of illegals, namely Muslims in this particular case, and playing up to the people that he was going to put a stop to it,
0: Nearly 180,000 illegal immigrants with criminal records ordered deported from our country are tonight roaming free to threaten peaceful citizens. They are being released by the tens of thousands into our communities with no regard for the
1: impact on public safety or resources. What did Donald do? Why, he tripled funding of that, of Obama, when it came to the funding of these organizations in America. I can just hear it now. Bradley, I got you on the Second Amendment. Donald Trump was the most pro-Second Amendment president ever in the history of America. Really. As politicians and anti-gun rights activists continuously chant, We don't want to take your guns behind the scenes. In only the last five months, under that of Donald Trump's presidency, politicians have been working overtime to limit your right to bear arms. These laws, as they call them, are all a reaction to the shooting in Parkland, Florida. And like most politicians in what it is that they always do, they are not letting this crisis go to waste. Since the tragic shooting in Florida in February, the Giffords Law Center to prevent gun violence under Donald Trump's administration has recorded a whopping 55 new gun control measures in 26 states. Americans, is this how you make America great again? Friends, did you also know besides claiming to be America's most gay president? Yes, you heard me right. Donald Trump was also the one behind the transgender pageantries. Also take note, friends, that Donald Trump was also the one attempting to globally decriminalize sodomy, you know it as the gay agenda.
0: I will do everything in my power to protect our LGBTQ citizens from the violence and oppression of a hateful foreign ideology. Believe
1: me. Again, we know what you said, Donald Trump, but we're also paying attention to what it is that you're doing. What of the Department of Education under Donald Trump's presidency? Donald Trump's Secretary of Education, Betsy DeVos, signed on to a radical global declaration that calls for, among other absurdities, brainwashing children to believe in the United Nations backed ideology of total government known as sustainable development. In fact, the pseudo treaty inked by Trump's education chief suggests that the purpose of schooling is to indoctrinate children with right values and teach them to be obedient workers. Speaking of children, Donald Trump claimed to be, once again, the most pro-life president in the United States history. What? Yep, he said that.
0: It is my profound honor to be the first president in history to attend the March for Life. We're here for a very simple reason, to defend the right of every child born and unborn to fulfill their God-given potential. Unborn children have never had a stronger defender in the White House.
1: While publicly denouncing abortion behind closed doors, he was funding these murderous organizations. CNSnews.com reported February 9th 2018 Despite promising to defund Planned Parenthood, President Donald Trump signed a budget Friday that was passed by the Republican-led Congress that fully funds the nation's largest abortion provider. In a letter to pro-lifers during the election, Trump and Vice President Mike Pence said, I am committed to defunding Planned Parenthood as long as they continue to perform abortions, reallocating their funding to community health centers that provide comprehensive health care for women. Well, the budget provides more funding for community health centers and also fully funds Planned Parenthood. In fact, Trump has signed multiple continuing resolutions, CRs, that fully funded Planned Parenthood despite his campaign promise to defund it. The bill was passed in the wee hours of the night and complaining that they had just seven hours to read the 2,232 page bill, the length of two Bibles, said Representative Rod Bloom from Iowa. A bill stated Senator Rand Paul, which almost no one read. And P.S., in Planned Parenthood's fiscal year 2018, The first year that would reflect a Trump administration budget, Planned Parenthood received about $563.8 million in taxpayer funding. That level was a record for any administration in history, significantly more funding than Planned Parenthood got during any year of the Obama administration. We know what Donald Trump said, friends, but again, this is what he did. Apparently this is how he makes America great again, and to his followers, of course. Did you also know that if Donald Trump is not granting clemency to his political cronies, then he is, that is, during the late night hours, and this before leaving the People's White House, grants 147 criminals pardons before his departure. And the week before this, his final legislative act the COVID-19 stimulus bill, which was found once again to have funded our sworn enemies, and this on the backs of the American taxpayers. ABC7 reported the Washington DC pork inside of the new COVID-19 stimulus bill. It's called the COVID relief bill, but it has almost nothing to do with COVID, Trump said. This bill contains 85.5 million for assistance to Cambodia, 134 million to Burma, 1.3 billion for Egypt and the Egyptian military, which will go out and buy almost exclusively Russian military equipment, $25 million for democracy and gender programs in Pakistan, 505 million to Belize, Costa Rica, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, Nicaragua, and Panama. $40 million for the Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C., which is not even open for business. $1 billion for the Smithsonian and an additional $154 million for the National Gallery of Art. Likewise, these facilities are essentially not even open. Oh, and one more thing. Bill Gates received $3.36 billion in that COVID-19 stimulus bill to help vaccinate the world's poor. And those vaccinations, mind you, you know them as the experimental jabs that are responsible for the adverse side effects and deaths of millions thus far.
3: By the way, on the screen, it's showing all of the deaths and injuries from Donald Trump's Operation Warp Speed, quote-unquote, vaccine. It's a fraud.
1: In spite of all of this, and so proud of himself, Donald Trump has now declared himself the father of the vaccination.
0: I would have put a warning on or something on just that particular vaccine, but I certainly would have paused it and, and gotten front-page news all over the world. And then people don't want it. And it probably even affects the others, because, you know, there's a big situation with a lot of people don't want to take the vaccine. Well, this played right into their hands. And they want me to do public service messages and everything about everybody taking the vaccine. And look, I guess in a certain way, I'm the father of the vaccine, because I was the one that pushed it, you know, to get it done in less than nine months.
1: Friends. How could he do all of this without the help of the mainstream media that, in fact, sold you Donald Trump? And just think, you thought that they were attacking him.
3: The radio audience, the best way to control the opposition is to lead it ourselves. I also know that Donald Trump, Vladimir
1: noble billionaire, was also sold you as one that wouldn't take a paycheck from the American taxpayers. Oh boy, oh boy. I'm here to tell you, friends, that he's been doing nothing but taking from the American people. Now, in conclusion, before taking this lightly, do consider that hundreds of thousands of men have fought, bled, and died fighting against the very type of criminals in other countries that many are now subjecting themselves to in this country. These lying politicians promise with their hand on the Bible swearing to God and to man to uphold, not to tear down the laws found within the U.S. Constitution, but to magnify the laws against the very crimes that in many cases they themselves are guilty of committing. Friends, this is not how you make America great again.
3: All right, and that's the end of the video, and I appreciate your patience. Some of you have seen this before. I've played it at least once, I think maybe twice, But it's always good to remind people, you know, the scriptures talk about that, too. Let me put you in remembrance. Remember, remember. Why? Because we tend to forget. We're told something one day and we forget it in the next or the next week. And we need to be reminded of those things. Again, when when you see what's going on with Donald Trump and everybody blows it up to make it up to be this big. Remember, it's WWE. That's all it is. Nothing's going to happen to the guy. I mean, I'd be shocked if something did. I'd really be shocked. This is all to push him and put him back in the place in the White House in order that he can set up more things that you will be told will be good for you like the USMCA which was nothing more than setting up the first the the, the big area that the Council on Foreign Relations has trying to been set, trying to set up for decades literally that's been part of their thing. It's a part of giving up national sovereignty, too. Because if you read it, there's a small government that's attached to that that will have the control of tariffs. Now, my understanding was the U.S. Constitution said, (laughs) Congress, our Congress determines tariffs. Not another entity. Yet all of that's there. And I saw people going in and out, in and out. Numbers go up and then they, oh, I see what you're talking about, Trump. Oh, you're just a Trump basher. You must support Joe Biden and child grooming and... All you know, Satan worship and adrenacomb drinking, drinking and all this other. No, we're just showing you he's part of the same bunch. He's just presented different. Again, they put up the villains and they put up their heroes. Okay, they do they do both of those. Axe talks about how people are fond of this guy. I, I told you yesterday his tweet that he had tweet retweeted out with Wow, he didn't he didn't rebuke the guy over it. He let the guy call him you know the king of Israel the the uh, the second like the second coming of God he's allowed people to say he's the Messiah or one of them I mean it's just right out of Acts chapter 12 and upon a set day Herod arrayed in a royal apparel sat upon his throne and made an oration unto them and the people gave a shout saying it is the voice of a God. And not a man. And I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm humored and disgusted too at these professed Christians who say, "Well, I don't treat Trump like he's God." Really, who's on your lips more, Trump or Jesus? Because I see him and I hear him. Yeah. It is the voice of a God, not of a man. And immediately the angel of the Lord smote him because he gave not God the glory and he was eaten of worms and gave up the ghost. But the word of God grew and multiplied. And the same thing's going to happen here. Daniel 8, 25, and through his policy, this is another application here, and through his policy also he shall cause craft to prosper in his hand. You tell me Donald Trump hasn't done that. Boy, he is a slick devil. I'm going to tell you. He's slicker than slick willy. And he shall magnify himself, and you just saw it in that 20-minute video, and he shall magnify himself in his heart. Boy, if you can't see that in Donald Trump, I, I don't have any glasses that can help you do that. And by peace shall destroy many. You know he set up the whole Abraham Accords over there in the Middle East. You would think some of our friends who follow a certain eschatology would kind of pick up on that and go, uh, don't we teach some of that stuff? Now, I, I think it's a wrong eschatology, but you would think it would at least capture their attention. He shall also stand up against the prince of princes. Boy, did he do some of that? I'm the chosen one. Looks up to heaven like Jesus, you know, after he's baptized and the voice comes down and he says, this is my son, you and whom I'm you listen to him or on the Mount of Transfiguration. But he shall be broken without a hand. Yep, the day's coming unless there's repentance. There, there, It really is. It really is. And by the way, let me just play this. This is some of the stuff that went on during Trump's national emergency declaration. Remember, none of the states would have locked down had he not done that. And I don't see anywhere in the Constitution where he has authority to do that. He is not a king. He's a servant. And declaring these national emergencies and all this kind of stuff It's just, it's not for them to do. It's for the people to be free and to get informed and then make their own decisions. It's not for one man to determine. Remember, we had the CDC lady the other day. Same thing, you know, flippantly making stuff up to restrict the people. This is some of the stuff that Donald Trump allowed to go on and allowed to be promoted in the press and other places, and I understand we have freedom of press, but they don't have freedom to infringe on our rights, and they don't have freedom to lie to us. Listen, listen just as, just a short little video here. Are
4: the unvaccinated? You are the problem. It is the unvaccinated who are the
2: problem. This liar right Puned here, propagandist. The only people that you can Same, blame these two. The only people you can blame. This isn't shaming. This is the truth. Maybe they should be shamed. Are the unvaccinated?
0: Just to have the short. Blaming the unvaccinated folks, not the regular folks. Anyone you came
3: into contact with will blame you. The unvaccinated are the the regular
2: folks. Who've done the right thing by getting vaccinated. Because frankly, we
0: know that we can't trust the unvaccinated. I think it's time
1: to get our moral house in order, Anderson. It's
4: the unvaccinated who are the threat. All of us vaccinated folks are going to start wearing masks to protect the unvaccinated folks. It's called a christian value basically punishing <laughs> uh, the vaccinated uh,
1: for the the sins of the unvaccinated people are not behaving honorably the
0: unvaccinated are basically saying Ooh, this well, it's open season for me i can do whatever i want as well
1: the, the unvaccinated are basically beating their breasts running around the country saying ah, we don't care we're living free and so forth we've been patient but our
0: patience is wearing thin
1: unvaccinated a group that includes children and people
0: acting like children and <laughs> like him are starting to get pissed off
3: the vaccine.
0: All right. So about-
3: the point is, is this while the vaccinated, look, all men die. There's no question about that. The vaccinated are not having any of this stuff. Now they're finding that stuff in the unvaccinated or the unvacc- the un. I don't even like using that term. The people who didn't get the shot, they're finding some of this stuff in them. And we know they're spraying it there. They're putting in the food. They're doing all this other kind of stuff. Again, just for information, I'm not a doctor. I'm not telling you what to do. Chlorine dioxide, you need to have it on hand. We'll take care of it. By the way, we've got that video or the interview done. It's great. A mix of scripture and what chlorine dioxide does and all. We're going to play that on Saturday with, with Bob Sisson because we'll be at the Red Pill Expo. But there's, there's something else I want to show you. Um, this is, um, this is one of, uh, uh, Trump's contenders, if you will, Mr. Ron DeSantis. I want to show you, he's going to tell you who his masters are here. Okay. He's going to tell you who they are. These and Rome. His allegiance is to a foreign entity, the Vatican, because he's Roman Catholic. It is. That's just the way it is. And
2: these guys understand those are not true supporters of mine. That is a, that is an operation to try to link me uh, to something so that it smears me. I can tell you what we've done since I've been governor. You know, we've put in $12 million uh, for security at Jewish day schools because we're not going to let those schools be attacked. Protecting Uh, just Jews. Okay. uh, Holocaust education standards. We have the strongest Holocaust education standards in the entire country. Any Christian uh, I gave heritage? the Florida Medal of Freedom to Ben Ferencz, the last surviving prosecutor at Nuremberg. He's since passed away, but he was somebody that, that we looked up to and we're proud uh, that he was a Floridian. Uh, we've enacted universal school choice so that parents can send <laughs> their kids uh, to Jewish you know schools what school and other schools, which we think are important. I signed Three the first Monte. bill in America to go after anti-Semitism in our universities. I actually signed that in the American embassy in Jerusalem in Mm -hmm. 2019, and we said, listen, we're not going to let our universities become a hotbed of anti-Semitism. We're going to treat that just like we treat racism, and we led the way on that. And most recently, I was in Israel for the 75th anniversary. I keynoted an event at the Museum of... I I just want you to think about that for a second. We're going to treat this like we treat racism.
3: Why do you need a special law... Or special thing, why does a Florida governor have to go to Israel to sign some kind of document? What is that all about? They're his masters. They're his masters. And this guy wants to specifically write a law for that. We've got these knuckleheads down here in Columbia, South Carolina, who wrote a thing that you you can't uh, protest, you can't boycott Israel. If that isn't a violation of the very thing they sword uphold, I don't know what it is. They can't even hold up man's law, much less God's law. They can't do it. Tell me I can't boycott another country if I want to? What? Now, I understand their premise is on some people who are trying to usurp other things. I get that. But the fact of the matter is, there's nothing that stops me from boycotting another country or speaking out against it. Just like I speak out against this.
2: My political speech is free speech. I can speak out against it, but listen to Ron. Tolerance. And I signed another piece of legislation to go after people that are commandeering property of others, including synagogues to do things like show swastikas. So we're going to hold them accountable. I said, when I was running, we'd be the most pro Israel state in America I delivered on that why we are the number one state for jewish in migration of any state in this country so we've gotten all those policies right and what i would say is there are people that are doing things like that they are trying to divide by using that as a weapon no you're doing it those were not my supporters because if they were my supporters they would be on the side of every step i've taken there's been nobody that's been stronger on these issues in any part of the country than me. We're proud of that. And as president, we're going to fight organizations like the United Nations when they target Israel. We're going to fight against the BDS movement. Why don't you um, eliminate them if you're a president? That would be the proper response. We're going to go after these third world countries uh, that have become hotbeds of anti-Semitism. We've always stood strong. We'll continue to stand strong. And that's just the way it's going to be. We're proud in Florida that There's more Orthodox Jews moving into my state than is moving into any other state in the United States. They would not be doing that if they didn't see policies that were very positive.
3: Well, Ron, remember, pride goes before a fall. A people who recognize that God does things are thankful, and that's the very opposite of your pride. The very opposite. And look, I'm not for attacking people who claim they're Jews and are not. I'm, I'm, not for, I'm not for attacking them, trying to kill them. I'm not for any of that. I haven't said anything like that. But they are worthy of criticism holding to the doctrines they hold to if you're a Christian. I mean, First John can't be clearer as to the doctrines they hold. They're doctrines of devils. Why? Because they reject the Christ. And that needs to be called out. Am I going to be called anti-Semitic? Probably by some who don't hold to the true gospel. Of course, they'll call me that kind of stuff. But Ron took it a step further.
2: Ron took it a step further. Listen to this. We're going to go after these third world countries uh, that have become hotbeds of anti-Semitism. Okay, so
3: that was actually in there. That was part of the clip. I'm sorry. We're going to go after these countries. I guess that's if he's president. More war. Uh, Ronnie is a warmonger. Let's just put it that way. That's what he is. He's another warmonger. That's what he is. Is that what the people want? Do you do you want more war? We're gonna go over just a little bit. I'm gonna let you know. Sons of and then also before it's news.com and rumble, Sons of Liberty Radio Live. This is also a division and it comes I, I just wanted to play this one. This one I'm kind of throwing in the mix. It was It was one that came out really, um, it'll break your heart to hear it. If you guys have been paying attention to what's going on in South Africa, I've got some friends over in South Africa, and they're trying to get out because of the whole division with the races there, or what they call the races. The skin color change. That's that's the only thing I see. Nevertheless, they're going and killing the farmers with the lighter melanin in their skin. And, they're in, and the government's encouraging those with darker melon in their skin to go kill them. And many of them don't know how to do farming. They just don't know how to do it. What are they going to do for food? See, the government's got them from both sides, just like they're trying to do here in the United States. And that's what I was trying to show you with Donald Trump. No, Joe Biden's no better than Trump. Barack Obama's no better than, than Donald Trump. They're just... Two sides of the same coin, and they're worthless. They're worthless for getting back to a limited form of government, if you can even get that anymore, and following what the people instructed them to do. I'm going to play this short video. This is a testimony of a woman. Her, hus- her f- uh, fiance was killed, and she was gang raped by six men. I'm going to play this, and then we're going to get to this last protected class here. I want you to just see this. It's just absolutely incredible. SonsofLibertyMedia.com. Bradley be with you at 3. Catch him then, and then, Lord willing, we're going to be back with you in the morning, 6 a.m. But hang on. We'll continue this over on the video platforms and SonsofLibertyMedia.com. See you then. Okay, want to welcome everybody coming over from the radio, and I got to tell you, this it makes me mad it makes me sad I, you know you wish there was something you could just do for these people over here many of them are christians in south africa there in fact they were dutch reformed who who founded south africa so listen to what this lady has to say
4: the south africans 24 days ago we had a home invasion My fiancé was murdered, and I was wounded six times. The way I'm feeling right now, this country is going to shit. Now, my question is, is when will South Africans start standing up when we have a minimum of three people dying per hour that is being murdered, and nothing is being done to protect our South Africans. And my fiance was extremely brave and he had protected me with his life. And my question to you is, when does the crime affect your household? When does it become your family members that gets murdered? And why are we not taking action to start putting an end to this crime. Now, it's all great that you watch the good feel stuff on TikToks and Facebook and all of that, but guys, it's time for a reality check. Regardless of what you do, if criminals want in, they will get in. Regardless of the measures that you put in to protect yourself and your household, it's still not enough. And the sad reality of this is, is why are we living in cages while our criminals are running around, killing, murdering, stealing, raping, and we're all just accepting it? I would like to have people start sharing the news of others 24 days, not a local newspaper has put anything in on this murder. How many other crimes are we not hearing of?
3: All right, so you hear that. I'm sorry. Whoops, hit it again. Um, Truly a sad story, but this is not new. They started restricting gun ownership a long time ago. Many South Africans don't even have guns. My friend, I think he's got a couple of bolt action rifles. uh, maybe he's snuck some things in, or I don't know,, uh, but very limited. They have bars on the inside and outside of their house on the windows. When he came over here, first time I met him, uh when he came over here. They they got off the plane in Charlotte, North Carolina, and they came down here into South Carolina and we were sitting around and he said we were coming down the street. It was like seven in the evening. It was in a time of year where it starts to get where it's dark about that time. And he said, we saw these young ladies just walking on the sidewalk by themselves. They were in shock. They were like, you don't do that in South Africa. You're going to get raped or you're going to get killed if you're a woman. That's what they're facing over there. Do you hear what she's saying? How many people are dying every minute? And by the way, they all have light skin. They all have it. And then there's this. Oh, you're going to love this lady. Listen to this.
0: Listen, if you don't qualify for a mental illness under capitalism and fascism, then I don't fucking trust All right, you. So, because uh, that means that you are fine with your dystopian reality and everything is okay. Mental illness is a political identity and always has been.
3: Okay, so you, you hear this? I'm going to tell you, it sounds like a dude. Um, Looks like a creep. Uh, mental illness is now a political identity. I apologize for the the word there. I, I didn't catch that. But the fact of the matter is these people are so deranged in their minds. They don't even know what fascism is. They don't know what it is. They think they're fighting against it. They're a part of it. They're one of these protected classes too just like they try to make it for anti-semitic. You don't see people, you don't see people standing up and writing laws to protect Christians. No, it's a blanket thing. You do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Somebody goes and attacks you, I don't care what your faith is on either side of it. It's a crime that, of what you did. If somebody goes and murders somebody, it doesn't matter what faith what faith you're holding to and I'm using air quotes with that. What religion you subscribe to? You've committed a crime. Your faith is irrelevant. Your religion is irrelevant. You're going to stand for your actions, and yet they want to. Pr- they want to protect them. Is that not what our own government has done? They've told you businesses: if you want to do that, you know you can't discriminate on religion, uh, sex. Uh, sexual orientation, all these kinds of things. Despite the fact the First Amendment says that you have freedom to assemble, which means you also have freedom to disassemble with whoever you want. It's it's in clear violation of the First Amendment. I know it sounds good, and that's and people should be open to serve others regardless of all a lot of things. If that if that's what they want to do, they should be free to do those things. But the fact of the matter is the government comes in and says, no, we know better than God. And we're going to force you to do it. And if you don't do it, we're going to fine you. We're going to we're going to take your business. We're going to throw you in jail. We're going to do all these things. Well, <clears throat> I want to end on a good note here. And I want to end with a couple, of, after I play this, I want to end with a couple of comments and then a passage out of the book of Proverbs. Yesterday, I put up this, and some of you may have seen this, but I put this video up, and there's this little boy. He looks like he's maybe 8, 9, 10 years old, something like that. He has been cussing his mama. Now, the scripture, that's a no-no. You were down south, you either got your face slapped or a bar of soap stuck in your mouth, if you did something like that. And then you got the hickory switch or the belt for that matter. There's a veteran who finds out that he's been cussing his mama out. And I want you to watch this. God send us more men like this guy. He's not even the guy's, the kid's dad. Okay. But he's a U.S. veteran. And I want you to listen and watch what he does, he does this young man a favor. He puts the fear of God in him. Check this out.
5: Doing? Like she crazy? Cursing at her? Telling her what you won't do? You won't clean your room. You won't do what you wanna do? And you talk to your mother like that? Like you tough? Do you think you tough little man? Talk to me like you talk to your mother. Talk to me. You think you're tough, don't you? Bust up on me, cuss me out. Tell me you ain't gonna do what I say do, I dare you. I dare you. You ain't gonna do it to me. Why you do it to her? Why you talk to her disrespectfully? Why? Little boy, answer me. Why do you talk to your mother disrespectfully? You don't know why you do it. Today I'm gonna help you find out why. And today it ends. Today it is. Do you understand? You will not call your mother out of her name ever again.
3: (laughs) Reminds me of Bill Cosby's daddy. I brought you in this world. I take you out. Now he didn't bring him in, but he's ready to teach him a lesson. You know, many of these young kids, the sad reality, I've, I've got friends and they've told me, they said, you know, in the black community, a lot of the dads are just gone. They've been taught to be the men. They've been taught to be the fathers. I mean, it's a sad thing, but that's the way it is. And then moms left to kind of fend for themselves. They're if they're if they're working to provide for them, then the kids are left to themselves. And some of some of the some of the mothers end up in the welfare system. And but here's a man who stood up. Isn't even his kid. He's got enough love for the kid to call him out and to say, you know what. I'm going to show you why you're doing this, and we're going to correct that. You're not going to be doing that anymore to your mom. Good for him. Good for him. God bless that, that vet there. You know, There's commands with promises, Old and New Testament, Exodus twenty twelve: Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. That's the Old Testament. New Covenant, same thing. Same law. Ephesians 6, 2 and 3, honor thy father and thy mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. You know what happened if if uh, if a young man grew up and he cursed his mother and father? And we're talking about we're talking about an adult male. We're not talking about a little boy like this, we're talking about an adult male. Leviticus 29, for everyone that curseth his father or his mother shall be surely put to death. He hath cursed his father and his mother. His blood shall be upon him. That's that's what scripture says. You say, well, that's Old Testament. Okay, how about the words of Jesus in the New Testament? Matthew fifteen four? for God commanded saying, honor thy father and mother, and he that curseth father or mother, let him die the death. That's Jesus. See, nothing changed here in the law of God, the moral law of God. None of that changed. Jesus reiterated in the New Testament just as valid as it was in the Old Testament. Let's go to to Proverbs chapter 1. And and this is all throughout Proverbs because Proverbs are supposed to be wisdom that's given to the people, right? But listen, listen to how this is laid out. It's laid out as a father... To the son. The proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel to know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice and judgment, and equity, to give subtlety to the simple, to the young man, knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and will increase learning, and a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. To understand a proverb, And the interpretation, the words of the wise and their dark sayings, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. If you don't fear the Lord, you're starting in the wrong place. If you're wanting to have knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Are you one that despises wisdom and instruction? Do you despise it? Then you're a fool. And listen to what he says, my son, see who he's writing to my son, hear the instruction of thy father and forsake not the law of thy mother. She's the helpmate, right? Dad's the head. She's the helpmate there. And they work together with one another for the benefit of one another, for the glory of God and for the benefit of their children. For they shall be an ornament. What's going to be an ornament? The instruction of your father, the law of your mother. There'll be an ornament of grace unto thy head and chains about thy neck. Not chains like slavery, but chains that adorn you. My son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. If they say, come with us, let us lay wait for blood, let us lurk privily for the innocent without cause, let us create a vaccine and put it on the population and not give them informed consent. No, that's not in the scripture, but you see the application. This is exactly what, they're, what they've been doing to us. Let us spray them with chemicals. Let us put chemicals in their food that will make them sick and die. Let us tell them that we're treating them, but really we're harming them. Sorry, we got a little action going on in the in the kitchen this morning. Let us swallow them up alive as the grave and whole as those that go down into the pit. We shall find all precious substance. We shall fill our houses with spoil. Cast in thy lot among us. Let us all have one purse. And he warns, my son, walk not thou in the way with them. Refrain thy foot from their path. For their feet run to evil and make haste to shed blood. Surely in vain the net is spread in the sight of any bird, and they lay wait for their own blood. They lurk privily for their own lives. So are the ways of everyone that is greedy of gain, which taketh away the life of the owners thereof. Wisdom crieth without. She uttereth her voice in the streets. She crieth in the chief place of concourse. In the openings of the gates in the city, she uttereth her words, saying, How long, ye simple ones, will you love simplicity? And the scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge. Turn you at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit upon you. I will make known my words unto you, because I have called, and ye refused. I have stretched out my hand, and no man regarded. But ye have said it not, all my counsel, and would none of my reproof. I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear cometh. When your fear cometh as desolation, and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind. When distress and anguish cometh upon you, then shall they call upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. For that they hated knowledge, and did not choose the fear of the Lord, They would have none of my counsel. They despised all my reproof. Therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own devices. For the turning away of the simple shall slay them and prosperity of fools shall destroy them. But whoso hearkeneth unto me shall dwell safely and shall be quiet from fear of evil. Now that's words of wisdom. And I think this is exactly what this this veteran is trying to do for this young boy. He's not going to give him an excuse. Maybe his dad isn't there. Obviously, his dad isn't there. He's not going to say, I know you don't have a daddy, so I'm going to take it easy on you. No, he's going to say, you need to be a man. And you need to act like a man. And men don't curse their mothers. And they don't disrespect and dishonor their mothers. Praise God for a man who will do that. And I want to end with this. This is just a little note that years ago, Bodie Bachum had a little book. We've got it here on the shelf somewhere. What is the be to marry my daughter, something like that? Anyway, he had some good things in there. I think it's a good thing to ha- have a high standard that you want for for your daughters, a high standard that you want for your sons who are going to take other men's daughters to be married. There's some just practical things here, and I, I think some of these are good. I I popped in a couple of my own here, but these are a few things to teach your sons. Okay? By the way, if you can't, one of the things that Votie Balcom did make mention of in that book was, if you can't find a godly man, make one. Find a man that's close enough to it and then start discipling him. Make him into that. Yeah. Iron sharpens iron, right? Here's a couple of things that you can teach your sons. Very practical things. Never shake a man's hand sitting down. Don't enter the pool by the stairs. <laughs> the man at the barbecue grill is the closest thing to a king. I just, some of these are, I get this vision in my head of some of the things that he's saying here, and I think they're true. In a negotiation, never make the first offer, request the late checkout. When entrusted with a secret, keep it. Hold your heroes to a higher standard. Return a borrowed car with a full tank of gas. Play with passion or don't play at all. When shaking hands, grip firmly and look them in the eye. These were things, Some of these things were things that my dad taught me. Don't let a wishbone grow where a backbone Should be. If you need music on the beach, you're missing the point. Carry two handkerchiefs. The one in your back pocket is for you, and the one in your breast pocket is for her. When you marry the girl, you marry her family. Be like a duck, remain calm on the surface, and paddle like crazy underneath. Experience the serenity of traveling alone. Never turn down a breath mint. (laughs) Try writing your own eulogy and then never stop revising it. Now, a couple of these I've thrown in. Honor the true God in what you say, think, and do. Eat lunch with the new kid. After writing an angry email or a letter, if you still write those, read it carefully, then delete it. Ask your mom to play. She won't let you in. (laughs) Manners maketh the man. Give credit and take the blame. Stand up to bullies and protect those bullied. Boy, that one we could really use in today's society. Take time to care for your pets. He says, they're always happy to see you. I say, God commands it. Be confident and humble at the same time. There is a difference between confidence and arrogance. There is. There are those things. If ever in doubt, remember whose son you are and refuse to just be ordinary. Oh, this is a good one. In all things, lead by example, not explanation. That's a good one. Dress how you want to be addressed. And then finally, be blessed by being a blessing to others. I think these are good bullet points, and I think there's a lot that come directly out of, I'm thinking of just a number of passages, especially out of the Proverbs uh, and also out of Titus 2 and some other spots in the scriptures of examples and of instruction that we have to conduct ourselves as men. Again, I've said it before, I'll say it again. We need God to raise up a standard of men. Women have been standing up, guys, to our shame. They've been standing up all over the country. And I know some men have too, don't get me wrong, but it should have been us doing it all along. It should have been us making those stands all along. God give us godly men who knows who know what it is to be a man. They know whose son they are, and they don't want to dishonor their father. Bradley be with you at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. We'll be back in the morning, 6 a.m. bright and early. Talk to you then.